Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet again another episode of the Nordcast. It is episode number 25, and it is Thursday, May 11th. Um, well, technically it's uh, Friday, May 12th, but I am your host here in Organized 7, joined here with Carter. How are we doing? We are doing fantastic right now. That's good to hear. And we got Jack, finally got his camera back. First off, Jack's had a pretty eventful uh, weekend. Since the podcast, my boy had prom. That looked yep. pretty fun, Jack, didn't it? And then yep. also, Jack got a brand new whip. Jack got a car. And, yeah. and we got Bedard. And we got Bedard. Yes, we'll get into that in a second. It's been quite the week for Mr. Polko right here. But anyways, Jack, how you doing? Doing good. Doing good. That's good to hear. All right, so episode twenty-five. Can you go? Can you guys believe we made twenty-five of these? Quarter to one hundred. Absolutely insane. It's crazy. Can't believe it. Uh, I do want to go over some stats just for fun, because why not? Uh, so over the course of our 24 episodes, not including this episode, uh, we had a total of 1,852 plays, which is an average of, I believe, 60 to 75 episodes – or episodes uh, – viewers mm-hmm. per episode. Um, we have over 300 Spotify followers – uh, and then let me take a look at our audience real quick. So you can – on the cool thing about this app or Anchor, which is the website we use, you can look at like where uh, people are listening from. Uh, 58% listen from the United States. 38% listen from Canada. Um, it's a tie between Germany, India, Singapore, Denmark, Sweden, Indonesia, Japan, and Mexico uh, all have 1%. Uh, international. Yeah, we're, we were international. We made it. We made it, boys. We did it. Uh, as it goes for platforms, thirty-six percent of us, uh, or thirty, thirty. Oh my god, thirty-six percent of our fans listen from uh, Apple Podcasts. Thirty-two percent listen from Spotify. Twenty-six um, percent listen from, I believe, um, a web browser, which might be YouTube. I'm not entirely too sure what that means. Uh, devices, of course, it's mainly iPhone. Um, but the gender, it's mainly male. We don't females don't like us. Um, but yeah, uh, anyways, that's all I got reflections on episode 25. It's been a fun ride with y'all. It's been a lot of fun recording these episodes. Yeah. For actually, sure. actually, I'm not going to lie. The past couple of weeks have been like my fate. This has been like my favorite thing to do. Like yeah. Yeah. the week is Nordcast recording. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. All right. Anyways, if you guys don't have anything else, we'll move into, uh, probably what Jack has been waiting for the draft lottery. And it's awesome. To think that we have a Blackhawks fan in here, and they won the draft, and they're going to get Connor Bedard and the first overall pick. So, Jack, I'll, I'll go to you first because you're a Blackhawks fan. How are we feeling after a really oh, bad rebuilding year and oh, yeah. you know, a lot of players leaving and you get somebody back in return? How do you feel right now? I'm feeling great. Carter's got the Bedard shirt on. I mean, it's it's kind of surreal, honestly. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel real at all. It's still uh, kind of settling in for me. And, um, you know, you move on from Kane and Taves. Kane, the number one overall pick, obviously. He leaves. Now you get the number one overall pick again. And you have the greatest prospect of all time, arguably, uh, in hockey history. And uh, Connor Bedard. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, yeah, uh, June 28th is the draft. And i um, very, very excited uh, for Connor Bedard. Now, I'm going to ask you both this question, and and this could spark a whole entire topic. 
do you guys think the draft lottery is rigged? Now, I know no. that since we have a Blackhawks fan in here, I know Jack's going to say no. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. No. Of course Jack is going to say no. But I want to know, like, Carter's thoughts. Like, Carter, do you think the lottery in any way possible is it rigged? I feel like, okay, part of me says yes, but part of me says no. I feel like we could get rid of all of, like, this rigging thing if they showed, like, the, like, actual lottery stuff happened live. If that happened yeah. live, like, in the NBA, or I don't know what other sports do, but I'm pretty sure the NBA does it all live. If they did that, I feel like we could get this whole rigging discussion out of it. But, like, I I don't know. I just hate the – it just seems too good to line up that the Blackhawks lose their number one overall pick in Patrick Kane, and they get a new one. It just seems, like, too perfect to fit. But I, I don't know. I just I just wish that they showed it live. I'm pretty sure – like, you know, remember when they did, like, the little ping pong balls for the – that one pick, like a, for Alexi Lafreniere that year. Yeah, they did that in 2020. I thought that was yeah. like that was per like that was perfect. I know it's hard to do because you got all the percentages and stuff like that, but you can find a way to do that. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, I think I think the ping pong balls would actually make it a lot more like suspense suspenseful. If that's the word, and more like actually kind of entertaining than just the boring cards that they flip over. I understand that it's like less time and it's easier, but. Like I think I think that would be a lot cooler, and it would eliminate most of the rigged comments. And it um, it actually like bring like hype and energy toward the draft lottery, because then you because when it's the draft lottery, you're just sitting there, and you're like, okay, let's see what he flips in the cards. But if like it was like a draw or something, you'd be like, oh, I wonder who he's gonna draw, and you'd get like really close into it. Yeah, for sure. But um, my honest opinion on if the lottery is rigged, I don't think it's rigged. Uh, I took the TikTok with that answer. Uh, there, there was there were idiots that don't know hockey that don't even talk about hockey, um, on on the app of TikTok, um, that were talking about how, um, like just I don't know if you guys watched it. I'm sure Jack did, but just because like Kevin Weeks said that Columbus had the third overall pick before they officially announced that Columbus had the third overall pick, they were thinking, oh my god, it's rigged, and oh my god, it, that doesn't even make any sense because first off, that's not even the definition of rigged. Rigged would be making it so a team wins, and that's that's not even that that no, like everybody in TV needs a script. They gave the they gave all of the lottery numbers and all the lottery people who won uh, to the TV analysts, so they knew what to put up. They knew what graphics to put up. They knew what to do. And Kevin Week wasn't just making all that stuff off the top of his head. He was reading off of a telecrafter or telegraph or whatever teleprompt teleprompt. Yeah. And then the other argument too, and this and this really doesn't make sense to me, and and they were saying that oh Chicago covers up the sexual assault allegations and then they get Bedard, it's rigged. That doesn't make any sense. Like, no, and, that doesn't and honestly, make any sense. like if if they if it was rigged, then oh my god, they would have dropped to like four or five. Yeah, wouldn't they have rigged that against them? But then yeah. people, but then people were making the argument they that they should have taken Chicago's picks, um, which I mean. I guess, but I, I, I mean, they would have probably okay. just taken 2022s. Like, they, I mean, I, yeah, they should have taken picks instead of fining us. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, I guess you're not complaining because look at what you got now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a difficult, it's a difficult situation because there's the other end of it that, like, Chicago's a big hockey city. There's no denying that whatsoever. 
Um, and the fact that they got Bedard instead of like, you know, the smaller markets like Anaheim and Columbus does look a little bit weird. And the fact yeah. that Chicago was also like the only one to move up, I believe, um, is a little bit strange. But I, I still don't think it's rigged. Um, I mean, it does kind of suck. And that's and part of me saying that it sucks is because my teams didn't win. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, congrats to Chicago. They definitely deserved it. Um, or well, I don't know about deserved it, but they definitely um, are going to be happy with that. And as well as that too. Um, I mean, people are saying also saying too that like Bedard's career is wasted now because he's going to Chicago, and like people are forgetting that like they're in a rebuild. Like it's not they're not just going to get Bedard and be done with it. Like oh, the rebuild's over. We got Bedard. I mean. Yeah, this is a huge. This is a gigantic step compared to if they got like what third overall. Um, I mean, I'm not disrespecting whoever they would get at third overall, but you know, Bedard Bedard changes everything and makes. We got the most cap space in the league. Yeah, we've talked about it before. How it makes the rebuild about three to four years shorter potentially. So now you just got to build um, a team around him, and and it might take a while. I'm not saying it'll happen overnight. Uh, I mean, it took a while with Patrick Kane. It took a while with Connor McDavid. Um, but I still think that, you know, he's not going to waste his career in Chicago. We say the same thing about Edmonton. Can't wait till they win a cup. But anyways, um, you guys got any more thoughts on the lottery? I kind of went on there for a little bit. We got nothing? All right. So we're going to turn the tie here a little bit towards uh, Connor Bedard. We're going to go into, like, the prospect preview type thing. Uh, because each episode up until the draft, we're going to talk about uh, different prospects that are in this year's draft because I thought it'd be a cool idea. And now that the draft lottery uh, is like affiliate fully announced, and we have the bottom sixteen teams, um, so we'll start off with Bedard. We'll go to Fantilli next. We'll do Mechkov, Carlson. We got Will Smith. We got a lot of guys we can do, uh, but of course we'll start off with the main one. Um, Bedard, honestly, and look, I haven't been into hockey that long. Like here, let me ask you guys this question: When when did you guys get into hockey? I got into it in twenty eighteen. When the Hawks won their cups, of course. <laughs> which one? Of 20, which one? Well, like, in 2010, I was four. 2015, yeah, cool. uh, 2013, I was seven, so I could understand it. 2010, I was a big fan. So, or uh, 2015, I was a big fan. All right, so I'm just going to say like 2013 to 2015 for you. Carter, what about you? Yeah. Uh, I, I always like followed like hockey and stuff like that, but I never like fully like got yeah. like invested I mean, in like i feel like every kid growing up you you're in love with your sport but if i had to pick a time where i was like truly like into hockey i'd say about the when we got patrick line in winnipeg because he just oh. instantly became my favorite player and i loved patty line so 2016 around there. yeah 2016 right. so, you know i genuinely have not seen a player that has been really this hyped up and maybe that's because like i i didn't i wasn't around or i wasn't a hockey fan when mcdavid was drafted and you know we're all millennials we're all under 18 years old so like i've never seen a player genuinely like be this hyped up not shane wright not alexi lafreniere this guy is like proven to be like the next big super superstar like truly um, he was born July 17, 2005 in Vancouver. Um, he's consensus ranked number one literally everywhere. Literally everywhere. There's not one place uh, where he's not ranked number one, um, genuinely. Um, his best season was last year in 2022-23 with 57 games played, uh, 71 goals, 72 assists for 143 points with the Pats. Um, he's played really well. 
uh, with them and even carried them into the playoffs because that team is full of just a bunch of nobodies, like, uh, honestly. Uh, and then with the World Juniors, Carter was very happy about this. He's wearing his Betsy Heartbreaker shirt for our video. Yeah! He had 23 points in those seven games played, and that was close to the record. Um, so that is just absolutely unbelievable, something we haven't seen in a long time. Uh, some other stuff on him that, you know, is like basic info. Uh, he broke his arm, like, really early on in his playing career, and he learned how to shoot left when he's a right shooter. Now, I've read a few hockey books in my time. I read a Gordie Howe autobiography, and Gordie Howe was one of the players who could shoot from both sides, uh, whether it was right-handed or, or left-handed. And, you know, having Bedard, having a skill like that, that is really important, and it, it's, it also helps improve his backhand as well. Um, he once also brought gear on vacation um, to Hawaii to literally train. Oh, yeah. So there's just no off days for this guy whatsoever. Um, he was named, and this is crazy to me. And when when you really think about it, like when you're 13 years old, you're in seventh grade. You're like in seventh grade in middle school. This kid, this guy, was named the future of hockey at 13 years old. So we're all in seventh grade worried about puberty. I'm dealing with acne. I'm, I still am. Um, but this guy's named the future of hockey. That's insane. And then a year later, when he's in eighth grade, he's granted exceptional status, which is just absolutely unreal. And that goes to show just how good of a player he was early on. Uh, and that just goes to show, like, how much hard work he put in. Uh, he's compared to uh, Steve Eiserman, Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid, as expected. Uh, but as well as that, too, he's been named Hockey's LeBron James, which is kind of interesting. He hasn't really he hasn't played in the NHL yet, so I don't know if he's earned that title. Uh, but, hey, we'll see if he turns out to be a player like um, as good as LeBron James is in the NBA in the NHL. Um, some other, like, player types about him. Um, he's dangerous on the rush. Um, he's a defenseman's worst nightmare. Uh, that kid is so fast. Outstanding skater. Uh, just goes to show that he can just keep skating, skating, skating. Uh, he also has a really elite shot as well, um, as we mentioned. So, Best part of his game. Yeah, it's the best part of his game. So he has just been, like, one of the best players I've seen in years. Carter, what do you got? Oh, heartbreak. All right. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> cool. He's the hmm. same age as me, too, which is really yeah, that's, weird. That's, that's crazy to think about. Well, like, he, he's, a, he's a couple months older than me, like, yeah. if we're trying to get, like, down to specifics here. But, like, born in the same year as me, it's cra- It's, like – it's crazy thing. I feel like the thing that sucks is like, I don't know if you you guys probably don't have this feeling yet, but recently I've been like noticing. I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna get to being like in my mid twenties, mid thirties, and be fans and like buy a jersey of a player who's younger than me. That's what I've been thinking about. I'm like, what? what a, like a bunch of the people that I work with, they're like, yeah, I can't even buy like a Cole Perfetti jersey because he's like younger than me, and it feel weird. Yeah. I'm like. I'd feel the same way. Yep. I do too. Yeah, it, honestly, it will feel kind of weird uh, when I'm repping. Um, um, yeah, uh, I don't even know who's younger than but, me. Michael Misa, I think he's yeah. literally younger than me. Um, I mean, I got like a cane jersey that I'll, I'll continue to wear, you know. Yeah, yeah I got Even, I got, even I got, when I'm older. Jerseys with players older than me, but. I'm still repping my Patty Line jersey. That's I mean, yeah, you you can you can always wear that because he'll always be like older than you, and he played when yeah. you were a kid, so yeah, yeah you, it doesn't fit anymore. So your idol, and I'm the one who's coming up to have him scoring 55 goals. Anyways, um, <laughs> Bedard, 
Um, could score 55 in the NHL. Um, there's been players <laughs> in the NHL this year that have argued him to have scored 40 goals in this year's NHL, uh, which is insane. And this guy hasn't even made it into the NHL just yet. Um, so any thoughts on Bedard? Like anything, any comments that I haven't mentioned? Y'all are shaking your heads, but I, I mean, need- okay. The w- one thing I've seen people kind of criticize is his height. And he's, he's 5'10". Yes. He's 5'10", and, you know, you can, he can dangle around anyway. I don't see that being an issue, just saying. Bro, Look Cole Caulfield's is. short, too, and he's a, he's a superstar. Yeah, Size Caulfield's doesn't matter. Short, Caulfield's short. Like, you know, they're – In the league? Yeah, the height doesn't matter. The, honestly, people, people always criticize the height that doesn't matter at all. It just, uh, it just makes you harder to hit. Yeah, because you're faster. You're I mean, shorter, under, so they can't take the same angle every time. Understandably, he probably will get leveled at some point because uh, that just happens to everyone. But like, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. Like you still, it just means you're better. Honestly, I think if you're I think if you're shorter, I think you're actually a much better player, hundred um, percent. Unless if you're Tage Thompson. So yeah, right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we got anything else on Bedard? Just like an absolute phenom. I cannot wait to talk about this guy more closely to the draft. Um, I'm hoping to bring on some other people who are more like prospect experts than us. Uh, maybe some scouts. I've been calling up the phones. What do you What do you want, Carter? Easy. I am a Connor Bedard expert. Oh really? No. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, buddy. I've I what I although I did get to see him play twice. And I, that is alive twice, and that is more than you can say and more than you can say. Hey, not in the future, though. Not in the future, yeah. Shut exactly. up, Jack. He's going to be terrorizing Winnipeg for years. I don't need to hear this. Yeah, He's going right. to win out of Chicago. They suck. <laughs> you guys are just not going to build a core around him. It's just He's going to put Matthews. Eric Lindros. Matthews, 2024. The lottery's rigged. Um, Leafs in seven. Um, yeah. Okay, now we're getting too far. All right, now, okay, that's that's a good transition into our next topic. Yeah. Uh, playoffs. Enough about the draft. Playoffs. Uh, so we'll We're talking about you, Jack. Okay, now it's time to – Jack's time is done. Your time is over, Jack. Just wait a couple minutes. All right, minutes. Jack, we'll, see, we'll see you next week. All right, peace. All right. Adios. Bye. All right. All right, anyway, Carolina versus the Devils. Uh, that series literally just concluded about 20 minutes ago before we started recording. Um, the, the Hurricanes won that one in overtime in five games, four to one. Um, honestly, it just seemed like the Canes had a better team. They had a better momentum. I honestly did think though, that like the Devils with the momentum beating the Rangers, I did kind of think they would, uh, go far, but Carolina handled them really well. Uh, goaltending proved to be another huge factor in why the Devils lost, uh, this series genuinely Schmidt didn't look good. Uh, Vanacek just looked shaky at times. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, what are you guys' thoughts on the series? I think Carter had the Hellebuck Devils. Available. You're not available? No, I said Hellebuck's available. Oh, Hellebuck's available? But I think I think you had the Devils winning this series, right? Uh, no. No? Yeah, I think you had the Canes, right? We both had the yeah, Canes. Yeah, I had the Canes. Right? Yeah, so, um, con- congrats to Carolina. They move on to the third round. They're going to be the first team to do that. Um... Yeah. Any thoughts on the series? New Jersey did not play well. Yeah. This, no, quite honestly, this series was just 
out of hand no matter what. Like it was all this, blowouts. Apart from that last, apart from the game five, it was all blowouts. Yeah, it was all like it was blowout for Carolina, blowout for Carolina, and then like a blowout for New Jersey, and then blowout Carolina, blowout Carolina, or and then close game Carolina, but still like just yeah, the inconsistencies. That eight four game, I actually, <laughs> I thought the Devils had the momentum. I thought that was going to be their game, and then they just fell apart in game four. And the Canes took advantage of that. And, hey, they're into the conference finals. And they're halfway to a Stanley Cup. Um, Toronto versus Florida. Um, I believe the last time we were on here, it was one nothing Florida. How are we feeling now? Uh, Jack has Leafs in seven. Jack has I do have Leafs in seven. I, I stuck to my word even after Florida was up 3 nothing too. I believe I, I believe I said Leafs in seven. Leafs in seven, too, actually. And who said Panthers? Please, you did say Panthers, but hey, um, how's Carolina doing? Um, any, anyways, how's you mean Winnipeg New Jersey? Doing? What? Oh, how how's Winnipeg doing? Shut up! At least we made the playoffs. Jack, you're fine to talk. You got the first overall pick. I don't care. Nordic, you and me are both in pain, but you're in more pain because you're an Arizona fan. Yeah, that's what you get yeah. for taking our franchise. All right, pal. Um, but yeah, Toronto, Florida, um. Just it just the weird thing was too. Florida just kept coming back in that series. Toronto just kept blowing leads, and they just kept messing up. The series That's isn't over nice. yet. But like, um, it took them until Game Four for Nylander and the or the Big Four to score a goal, and it was Nylander. It seems like Matthews and Marner have all like just stayed in the first round. Like they're like, oh, we're not used to we're not used to being like you know this far in the playoffs. We're just gonna you know stay in the in the first round. Um, and it seems like they have. They just haven't had any goals whatsoever. Um, and you can't do that. You can't score more than two goals and win in a hockey game. Um, but coincidentally, they won game four doing that. Um, but yeah, where do we? How do we think the series is going to end? Do we think Florida's going to win? Or do we think Toronto's going to win? Or what do we think? Well, you know my pick: Leafs and seven. Yeah. What about you, Carter? That's six. Yeah. Panthers and six. six. The Paul Maurice. The Paul Maurice photo. One of him putting up six. <laughs> I um, I hate so much that they made the playoffs because I made a video, yeah. um, back in like December, yeah, December, where this team was out of the playoffs, and for a while until like the last like two weeks of the season, they were gonna miss, and then all of a sudden they started going on a hot streak, and Pittsburgh started just losing to Chicago, um, and like that just. Screwed me up. So now I look like an idiot. They're one win away from the conference finals. And here I am saying that, like, oh, the dramatic turnaround of the Florida Panthers. What happened? Um, there's, there was no turnaround. Um, but, yeah, they've played really well from behind. Uh, home ice advantage just seems like nothing to them. And they do deserve to make it to the conference finals. But if the Leafs win in seven, God bless them. Um, Dallas versus Seattle. Uh, currently, right now, game five is going on at this 2 nothing Dallas. So we'll go through both scenarios here. If Dallas wins game five, who wins this series? Mm, Dallas, for sure. Yeah, Dallas. I, I'm probably going to say Dallas as well. Um, they had this same scenario back in um, uh, the first round against the Wild where they went down 2-1 and they won three straight to win it all. Uh, or, yeah, win it all. Uh, win the round. So... If Seattle wins, who do we think's winning the series? Still, yeah, do we, do we think Seattle's winning it, or do I we think Dallas? Think it, still it's wins. gonna be. I think it's gonna be the same thing as it was in the Colorado Seattle series. Whoever's gonna take whoever takes Game Five 
we'll lose game six, but we'll bounce back for game seven. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it'd be awesome, though, to see Seattle in the conference finals. Wouldn't that, wouldn't I mean, that be crazy? The weird thing I, would, is, too, I would love to see Vegas, a, a cool conference final, as much as I'd want Edmonton to win. Seattle-Vegas conference final, the two new expansion teams, would be pretty cool. Thing, that would be cool. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. The weird thing is, too, is I feel like I'm more invested and more entertained in this run than I was in Vegas's run. That could be because I was in fifth grade when the Vegas run happened, but I just feel way more into it uh, with Seattle. It just feels like they, they have a chip on their shoulder and they're playing like really good hockey. Carter, you, yeah. you look like you're shaking your head. Oh, yeah, mainly because the Jets actually made a deep run when uh, Vegas did, made their run, so I enjoyed that one more. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Well, <laughs> but, but, like, realistically, though, like, I think this team is much more fun. Yeah. They're, way, they're way more underdog. Vegas, I, they were good in the regular season, though. So They just had a perfect expansion draft. <laughs> yeah, they had a yeah. they, they did the right the thing. Players yeah. just happened to pan out, like, in Seattle. Like, Seattle did not. They, Seattle did not have a good uh, expansion draft. It's still, it's still basically that entire roster, though. Besides maybe a few, few guys that they've brought a in, a few pickups, yeah. Matty like, Beniers. Like, oh yeah, like that night awesome. of the expansion yeah, draft. What'd you say? Yeah, no, just like that night of like Seattle's expansion draft. I was just sitting there, like, what are they doing? Yeah, they kept they had, they had two options. Honestly, they had two options, which was either start slow, rebuild, and get yourself a championship team for the future, or go all in. And it seemed like they kind of picked in the middle. But Yeah. No, but it was it was smart, though, because they were last in that division that year. Uh, then they picked up Shane Wright, which we'll see how he pans out. But then the full year of Matty Beneers, Beneers has been playing really well, uh, and they just seem to be picking it up. Um, and I, I honestly do hope they kind of win this series, even though, like, I've meet-rid the Dallas Stars – this season and it would be awesome for them to go to the conference finals and maybe even win the cup. But um, yeah, I think it would be awesome for Seattle to win this series. And last but not least, uh, Edmonton versus Vegas. Uh, that series is currently tied at two uh, game five, I believe is tomorrow. Uh, so we'll go from both scenarios since it is tied two to two. If Edmonton wins, who wins this series? Edmonton. Edmonton. If Vegas wins, who wins this series? Edmonton. Oh, you you all just think Edmonton? Yeah, that's that's about. Me and Jack are on the same page here. Hey, now, go for guard. Now we might be underrating um, Vegas here a little bit because they have they have played well, um, but I honest I arguably do think that like I do think Edmonton will win, maybe in seven, maybe in six, but I I think that this series will be a lot closer than people were making it out to be, and it has. Um, I do want to go over, and I did write this down but I in the headlines, but I do want to go over it. Um, I believe you guys – I hope you guys did see the suspensions that were given out today uh, between Dar- Darnell Nurse and Alex Petrangelo. Um, so, basically, Darnell Nurse was, was suspended uh, one game for, I believe, like the instigator rule. It's called that, I believe. Yeah. yeah. The instigator – or, yeah, the instigator in final five minutes. Um, basically just for, I guess, instigating a fight. Uh, and then head coach Jay Woodcroft was fined $10,000. I didn't watch the game last night, or I didn't watch up until the end, uh, so I don't really know what exactly happened or what Woodcroft did. But And then the other one was Alex Petrangelo uh, was suspended one game for um, the slashing on Oilers forward Leon Dreisaitl. Um 
actually at first when I first saw it, I actually thought that like Petrangelo was like skating and like his foot accidentally caught on the dry sidle's foot and that's what made him fall over. Uh, but I didn't even notice a slash until afterwards. Um, so yeah, that's a dirty play, intent to injure, uh, definitely deserving of one game. Um, but yeah, you guys got any more thoughts in the series? Not really. I mean, every game has been a blowout pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I, I will agree with that. Who's winning the cup out of the teams that are in it? There's seven teams left. Oh, that's a tough question. <laughs> yeah, what is he writing? I can't Florida. see. Florida? I think it's Florida. We can't read that, Carter. It's Florida. Oh, it's Florida. It's yeah, Florida. All right. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to no, go Edmonton. Yeah, I'm still riding with Edmonton. Uh, honestly, I though, I can see Florida winning it. Uh, I think I think Car- I think Florida could beat Carolina. I definitely think it's possible. Um, but I'm riding with the underdogs. My underdog couldn't do it. But I I feel like if though I feel like though if we count out Toronto, I feel like they're going to come back and win in seven. And we're going to look like idiots in episode twenty six. Yeah, I no. I can't I can't predict a playoff series to save my life. Every single time the team gets ends up getting swept. And I started predicting that Florida would win. So now I'm thinking, oh, fuck. like Toronto's going to pull up a reverse sweep. But um, I pray that's not the case. Yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, I'm the only cup prediction from the beginning of the playoffs that actually stays alive still. So, nice job. Right. Nice job. Thank you. Well, congratulations, um, Lord. That's all we got for playoffs until next episode. Next episode will probably be the conference finals. I think all the series will be done by then, probably. Um, that's all we got. All right, we'll do headlines. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers have hired Keith Jones as their president, and they have removed the interim tag from um, Danny Briere. Now, I like this. Um, I actually do because people were saying that it's stupid because, you know, um, Keith has no experience or Jones has no experience and, and Briere doesn't either, but here's the thing, Keith Jones. And I know not a lot of people like Carter and Jack might not know this exactly, but Keith Jones has watched every single Philadelphia Flyers game has commentated. Every single Philadelphia Flyers game has been an analyst. He knows what they want. He knows what they strive for. And I think honestly, that's a really good um, decision to hire him. And I honestly, and this could just be me thinking that, Oh, it can't get worse, but it really, it really can't. I can't see a way where this gets much worse, um, honestly, unless if we go rock bottom next year, which I don't think we will. Uh, but, hey, anything can happen. Um, but, yeah, Briere, interim GM, we'll see what he does come the draft. Uh, the Flyers currently hold the seventh overall pick, so we'll see what uh, comes of that. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is out on the um, Senators um, buying bid. That is really unfortunate. I was loving for those memes. And Carter just looks sad right now. I'm so sad, man. I'm so sad. Uh, but apparently, though, Snoop Dogg and The Weeknd are um, both still in the race for the Ottawa Senators. So that is interesting. Uh, that is pretty cool that Snoop Dogg is in it. And he was also talking about, too, about, like, um, how, like, the NHL is so shit at marketing. I, I forgot that. Yeah. I, brought that I up. saw that. Honestly. Uh, he, is so, he is so correct, though. Like, Snoop Dogg is <laughs> yeah. the commissioner of the NHL. Fire Gary Bettman makes Snoop Dogg the commissioner. That's a great idea. Honestly, but like it might be bad. Like in order to score a goal, ugh, score a goal, you have to have like a blunt in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna make it legal for all NHLers to smoke weed. 
You have that's like the that's like the mouth guard now. Yeah, it's it's not to say that um they don't smoke weed already, but anyways, uh, <laughs> finalists. I, there's definitely there's definitely some that do. No shit. We, we could honestly predict a player that smokes weed. <laughs> Brent Burns. <laughs> what? <laughs> you just you just take. <laughs> If he picks a Metro team for our guest supplier in a few minutes, I'm, I'm picking Brad Burns because I feel like that's what he's going for. <laughs> anyway. No, I already have my player in mind. All right, Vezina finalists. Um, those were announced. Uh, they were Linus Olmark, Connor Hellebuck, and Ilya Sorokin. So, yeah. who, wins it? who wins it? I'll go Olmark. for Yeah, Olmark. I'm saying Olmark. Carter, don't be different, please. I'm not. I'm not. It's it's Olmark. Connor Hellebuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be Olmark, but Hellebuck and Sorokin re- deserve a lot more recognition. Uh, shout out to uh, Philip Gustafson too. Um, what's up, Carter? I do have one point. One thing that I recently learned was out of the last six of uh, seasons, Connor Hellebuck has been a Vesna finalist in the three of them. Really? So, so, so in the last six years, fifty percent of the time he's like been nominated for the Vesna. So I, I think that's pretty cool. Consistently good goalie. Nice. Um, our Not Ted Lindsay finalists. What? Not in playoffs. Well, you know, hey, get a better defense in front of him. Um, your Ted yeah, Lindsay finalists, Connor McDavid, David Pasternak, and I believe Eric Carlson. I just didn't decide to write him down on the notes, but I think it's Carlson. Uh, who wins it there? I, I'm going to go. I'm actually going to go Carlson. I think Carlson could win it. I think I'm going to go Carlson, too. You, Agreed. Carlson? Yeah, we're all going Carlson. Honestly, I just think with the season that he had, I think that he could win it. Isn't – I forget. Is the Lindsay Ward voted, like, best player by the players? I forget what it is. I don't actually know. I'm not going to lie. I don't know the names of the awards. Here, I'll look it up. You guys keep talking. All right. Um, The last piece of news I have here is involving the New York Rangers. They have fired head coach Gerard Gallant. Uh, this continues the trend of, um, you know, the Rangers firing coaches or or actually, no, Gallant um, having a really far season, going really far in the playoffs and then getting fired after losing the first round. What do you got, Carter? All right. So the Ted Lindsay Award is awarded annually to the National Hockey League's most outstanding player in the regular season as judged by the members of the NHL Players Association. Okay. Uh, I, it's probably going to be McDavid, but I wouldn't mind seeing – I would like to see Carlson win. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go McDavid, actually. Yeah, now, now that I, I think – I thought we were talking, like, Norris, but okay. Oh, did we I'll not talk about Norris last episode? No. I think oh, we, we did. Didn't didn't That's right. Um, we didn't. Here, we'll do Gallant, oh. and then I'll, I'll do that. Um, So, Gerard Gallant gets fired by the Rangers, Um, of course, after an abysmal uh playoff series and all, a lot of those guys not performing. I do think, though, with the new coach that they bring in, they need to, A, find someone who can um, do good uh, with Lafreniere and Capo Caco and all those guys, and, B, get the energy out of the players, make mid-game changes if the game isn't looking so good, and kind of just be a better coach than Gallant was. Uh, but I think Gallant will get another job. I'm just not sure where exactly. Um, and then, yeah, the Norris finalists. It was Kale McCarr, Eric Carlson, and Adam Fox, correct? Yes. I don't know how I missed that. And the Jack Adams too. What? The hell? Why am I missing all these awards? Um, but who who wins the who wins the Norris? I'm gonna go. Honestly, I'm gonna say Carlson. I, I think yeah, like, it's Carlson. And then yeah. I'd like to change. I'd like to change my Ted Lindsay to uh, McDavid. Yeah, uh, just because I thought we were talking Norris. 
does he deserve does he des- I don't know if he deserves it though. I feel like you could give it to someone like Fox. McCarr didn't play a full year, so I don't know if he deserves it. Um should have hey, been more yeah. Car- <laughs> I guess. Carlson had a good season, um, so he he's probably gonna win it. And then Jack Adams was, I believe, Dave Hackstall, Lindy Ruff, and um in Montgomery. Who wins that? I think any of those three could win it. Not even like it's not even like consensus Montgomery. I think like any of those three could. I'm gonna I say think anyone like, but Hackstall. I don't think Hackstall wins it. I think Hackstall wins it. Yeah, really? it hurts for me to say, but I kind of think Hackstall would win it. I think Montgomery has a good chance at winning it too, though, because of the historic season they had. But yeah, I just think like overall, like Hackstall unexpectedly pulled this team from being eighth in the division to for or a first wild card team. So I think that's really solid. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for news. Did I miss any other awards? I don't think I did. I think I know King Clancy was announced, but I don't think there was finalists. That's too many players to go over. Yeah, we're not yeah. going over that. No, thank you. <laughs> Um, trending players. I didn't have a lot of trending players. Um, honestly, I didn't see any players that really sparked my eye. Um, playoffs wise, I put Manny Benier, <laughs> in, uh, leads the leads rookies in the playoffs with five points in eleven in eleven playoff games. Um, um, like being a part of that really key uh, Seattle uh, forward core that has just been scoring on all cylinders. So yeah, do you guys have any more trending players? I can't remember. I, I don't. I I feel like I'm missing. I feel like we're de- we're definitely missing someone. Because the easy one is just to say, oh, Drysidle or like. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say Drysidle. Oh, Jordan Marnuk, uh, Marnuk. I completely forgot about him. He scored the overtime goal again with for Carolina uh, just a couple hours ago, um, and as well as that too. He has like four points in like ten games, or or ten points in four games. Sorry. So he's been a really solid player. Completely forgot about him. Uh, my apologies. All right. Week two, it's time. Jack Polko's guest supplier. So for let's those, get after it. All right, for those who are new here, so basically what what we've been doing since last week, uh, we have been doing a series called Jack's Guest Supplier, where Jack thinks of a random player, and me and Carter have four questions to work together uh, to try and guess Jack's player. Uh, we went zero and one in last week's episode. We we lost because uh, we forgot Sam Lafferty. I was thinking of Sam Lafferty, but I didn't go with him. Um, but week two, it's a brand new week. Carter, how how are we feeling? How are we feeling right now? I am buzzing right now. Right, I, so am me, so, I am so ready for this to not be a former Blackhawk. So me and Carter <laughs> went over a little bit of um some pregame, some pregame questions before Jack joined our our live here, um, and we were thinking about what we should ask. So I'm gonna let Carter go first again. <laughs> I'm gonna let Carter go first, and I'm gonna get a drink of water while I listen to his question. Carter, go ahead. All right. Jack. Yes. Is your player in the Western Conference? Yes. Okay. 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 All right. Um, let's see. All right. What can what can we think here? Hmm. Jack. Yes. Is your team in the or is your player playing on a team in the United States? Yes. Okay. All right. Takes away some of the Canadian teams. Not what I was really looking for, but all right. Carter, yeah. go ahead. Shit. Um, that was good. All right. Jack, was your player on a playoff team? Yes, he was. All right. 
Okay, so Western Conference playoffs. So we got Vegas. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Avs. Seattle. Seattle. Dallas. Minnesota. Okay. LA. Um, LA. That's LA it. Well. That's it. Wow, that was not very good. Oh my god. Actually, no, that was because it knocks out an entire conference. I think that was pretty good. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at I'm look. I have like this puzzle box that I'm looking at right now. It has the map of all of the teams and where they're at. I'm thinking here. Jack, is your um? Oh shit. Does your player play on a team that is um, closer to the Pacific Ocean or closer to the Atlantic Ocean? Closer to the Pacific Ocean. Dumb question, but... Um, Who the fuck does that knock him? Every team in the West is going to be closer to the Pacific, you dumb fuck! It knocks not out a fan Dallas, of that question. knocks out St. Louis, it knocks out Minnesota, it leaves... Um, Third, okay. St. Louis is in a playoff team! It knocks out Dallas and Minnesota. Sorry, and yeah, and Dallas, and Dallas and Minnesota. Why didn't you just ask? Are they in the Pacific Division? Shit, we fumbled it. Yeah, Nordic, you keep fumbling on the fourth question. How many more questions do you have? We have. That's none. it. We have our final guess. <laughs> yeah, Nord fumbled. Nord fumbled. All right, you guys better. Uh, you're like, better no, you're asking mind. player first. You're going player first. You have to. Oh, shit. Um, I think I got an idea, though. I think I got an idea. But I'm not going first. Let me think. Let me. <laughs> All right, you, you, you got a player guess already? I'm thinking of like former Blackhawks that are on like teams that are. <laughs> um. All right, Jack. Is your favorite player favorite player? Is Jack? Is your guess a player? Adrian Kempe. Jack, I, can I can I ask a question that doesn't go against the record here? I guess. Can I cross off LA? Is he on LA? What? Is he on LA? Yes. Oh fuck. Oh god damn. All right. Fuck. That was that was a good guess, Nordic. Wait, really? Yes. Oh, this is good. Be someone else that I was thinking about. Okay, it's LA. Jesus Christ. Why did you have to ask that, bro. Wait. Thank you. Thank you for answering that. Thank you. We just rigged him. We just cheated him out of a question. Yes. If, if I if I said if I said no, then you wouldn't have guessed LA, but if if I said like I can't tell you that, that would have made it I so. I still would have guessed LA. Oh, oh god! I was, yeah. Can I be honest? I was not gonna go LA. My guess was gonna be Phil Kessel, but I'm I'm going sticking with LA. No. Yeah, he, he's on LA. I like so thinking, Carter, I was like thinking like I was thinking Vegas, but I was like, no, he's gonna go oh, no. to LA. Kings. Okay. Okay. Oh fuck. Okay, he said Kempe's a good guess. I'm trying to think of LA's roster. Well, Kempe is just a good guess because he's on LA. I know. My chair's spinning because I'm stressed. We're right, on the, we're right on the dot, Carter. And you know what? You know what, Carter? You said that my que- you said that my questions were bad. We actually, we actually, we narrowed. If you guys pull this off after those dumb questions, <laughs> God, I don't. Here's my here's my issue. I don't know. Is it going to be a popular player or not? And I'm scared. 
I'm I'm like just putting players in um Oh awesome. The chat. I can't spell. We we gotta pick one. We gotta pick one. Okay, okay, okay. The one the one that I thumbed up is what I'm going with. Alright, Jack. <laughs> is your player I a follow. No, no, no. Trevor Moore, Trevor Moore. No! Oh, no shot! No! I was not guessing that shit. Oh, man, we came so close. No. What Was Moore an option? No! Oh, oh. I Moore down. No. I, we I went, love Trevor Moore, if you guys didn't know. No, we I, went, I we went popular with it. We, we went yeah. cope, like... The the one the guy I was gonna guess was gonna be Doughty, but then Nerd gave me eye a follow, and I was like, you know, what? that's yeah. not that big. Yeah, you should have asked if it was forward defenseman. I, I still would have fucking guessed someone popular. Yeah. Fuck, we're right. two Nordic. This is. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna get it together. Not good starts of the year, Carter. We're all two. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. Oh. Oh, hey, right. TikTok. <laughs> I like how he froze. <laughs> I froze. On, on my end, you froze like this. Alright, um... What team did we finish off with last time? I think we finished off with Montreal. Alright. Whichever team finished fifth. Yeah, so we're gonna do um five more of our 2023 reviews to wrap up this episode. Now I'm just heartbroken. I don't even want to continue... <laughs> I don't even want to continue with the episode. I'm calling it a night. <laughs> we came so close. We fumbled it. We <laughs> just knocked over his <laughs> We fumbled it. I can't I actually can't believe it. Oh, alright. Um so we're gonna start off our twenty twenty three reviews, uh going through five more teams with the Arizona Coyotes. Uh the Coyotes finished off with a twenty eight, forty, and fourteen record uh for seventy points. Uh they were, as I mentioned, I believe what, what's 32 minus 5? That is 27th in the NHL, I think. Um, and they were a lot. They were, I think, 35 points out of a playoff spot. Um, their leading scorer was Clayton Keller. 82 games played, 37 goals, 49 assists, 86 points. Uh, tied the Coyotes record. Of course, was arguably going to be, you know, one of the, um, like, better players on this rebuild. And, of course, has been argued as a very underrated player. But, uh, you know, this is expected. Uh, they were expected to be this bad. Uh, just kind of now you got to build off of the prospects and they have the sixth overall pick in this year's draft. Um, so, and the 12th as well. So they do have some picks to work with. They do have some options. Um, so yeah. How do you guys feel about Arizona right now? What, what their overall direction, what they need to do in the off season. Yeah. I, I like the direction. Looks I like, like the direction of this team. Yeah. I, li- I like the overall way they're going as a, as a Coyotes fan. Uh, they made a couple weird trades, but Hey, I, I like the moves that they made. Uh, 100%. That's all we got for Arizona. We'll move on uh, to the Philadelphia Flyers. Great. Uh, the Flyers, 31, 38, and 13 for 75 points. They were 26th in the NHL, uh, and they missed the playoffs by, I believe, uh, 29 points. Uh, their leading goal scorer was Travis Konechny with 60 games played, 31 goals, 30 assists for 61 points. Uh, look, it was another really bad year. Um, I mean, they fired Chuck Fletcher, which is the good news. Um, they brought in Briere. Uh, they're going to have Keith Jones be the president, as we mentioned earlier in this podcast. 
Um, so overall, I do kind of like the direction where they're going. We'll kind of see if it pans out that way. But um, yeah, there's still a long way to go. How do we feel about the Flyers right now? Pretty solid, honestly. I think I, I like the direction that this way is going. I really like Danny Breer as the GM. I think he's going to be a pretty solid GM. Yeah, we just got to see, like, you know, what moves he's going to make and, like, what he's going to do. He could screw us over, but he could not. So, we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, Philadelphia, I like the overall direction. Um, not a lot of young players. A lot of Not a lot of cap space either. But, hey, not every team has good cap space and good contract. Uh, next up, then, I believe I have the Washington Capitals uh, for our third team. The Capitals finished with a 35-37-10 and 10 record for 80 points. Um, they're, this is the first time they missed the playoffs since 2006. Uh, so it's definitely been a while, uh, since they, they missed, uh, which is absolutely unreal to think they haven't missed the playoffs since I was born. Crazy. Uh, they released their coach, Peter Laviolette. So they're going to bring in a whole new, uh, phase behind the bench, uh, which could be interesting. Their leading score was Alex Ovechkin to no surprise with 73 games played 42 goals, 33 assists for 75 points. I have a question for y'all. Do you guys think they will be back in the playoffs next year? I don't think so. Um, and I only think that the Metro is just going to get better. And I honestly don't see this team competing, um, quite honestly, anytime soon. So, I guess, that's, I guess that's a valid pick. Carter, what do you think? Do you think they'll make it? I don't know. They don't have a whole lot of youth on that roster there. So, <clears throat> uh, I don't really know. I don't really know. I'm gonna say no. I don't. I don't think I can see them making the playoffs in the next little bit. But who knows? Maybe this. Maybe this eighth pick can uh, can help them. I'm yeah. gonna say yes. I think they do. Uh, I think they bounce back from this. They have enough experience. Uh, if they can be healthy, I think they definitely will bounce back. Uh, but it all depends on them being healthy, um, honestly. And then of course too, they have the eighth over. They have the eighth overall pick, so they have the potential to get a solid player. Um, in this year's draft and help out with the youth. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know about Washington making it. Um, next up then we have the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, the Red Wings, of course, uh, they have a 35, 37, and 10 record for 80 points. Um, of course, another year of them missing the playoffs. Their leading scorer was Dylan Larkin, 80 games played, 32 goals, uh, 49 assists for 79 points. Now, I have two questions for y'all. First off, um, do they make the playoffs next year? You guys are shaking your heads or shaking your heads. No. Yeah. I honestly think that like, especially, and this is what I kind of thought if Montreal got Bedard, uh, that division is going to be fully competitive hands down, um, from top to bottom. But now I'm not entirely too sure if it's going to be fully competitive. So maybe Detroit has a chance, has a chance of making it, uh, but Montreal bringing in some more young guys. Hopefully those guys can stay healthy. Uh, they could prove to be competitive. So I think they 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 might have a chance. Yeah. What are you saying, Carter? Are you talking Montreal or Detroit? Because I swear you said Detroit earlier and then just said Montreal. Yeah, he he said he said Montreal. He's talking about Detroit. I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying like if Montreal got Bedard, that entire division's fully competitive. I know. Yeah, yeah. No, I I know you said that, but then you also said how we feeling about Montreal. (laughs) Anyways. Um, you guys don't think that Toronto make the playoffs is justifiable, but do you guys think that like the rebuild or like the rebuild or like their future is worse now because like some of the guys didn't perform well? Do you guys think that it's worse? 
if they keep missing like this? Will it? Will, I think it only gets better from here. I, I guess that's true. I mean, they're per- slowly getting closer to a playoff spot. They were closer than last year, um, but you know, I don't know. This is a big. I, li- I like Larkin. I like Larkin leading this team a lot. Yeah. This is a big offseason for them. They need to bring in some more guys to help out with the scoring, help out with the defense and the goaltending. Um, but they still have a lot of work to do before they're in the playoffs, probably. Uh, and then the final team we'll, we will review here uh, for this episode is the St. Louis Blues. The Blues finished with a 37, 38, and 7 record for 81 points. Uh, they had an abysmal year. We talked about it at the beginning of the year, like they were an absolute roller coaster. They won. They won, like, their first five games, then they lost, like, their next, like, ten. Then they won, like, their next eight games, then they lost, like, their next ten, and then they were kind of middle of the road um, after that. Uh, but Cairo was their leading scorer with 79 games played, 37 goals, 36 assists for 73 points. But, yeah, um, it was really positive towards the end, but that was a painful year in St. Louis. Yeah. Um, really painful in the first half. Uh, but I do have this question. Do you guys think that – with the guys that they have, if they make the right moves in the offseason, will they be back in the playoffs next year? Mm, I don't think so. Carter's nodding his head I, yes. Jack is saying no. Well, do you think they're going to buy – or uh, not buy, just sign some guys this offseason? I think they I think could. So. I, think, I think if the, I th- if the <laughs> Leafs don't re-sign O'Reilly, I think he comes back to St. Louis. He might, but, like, I think this team's going into a rebuild, honestly. Yeah, maybe, but they still have some young potential here. Uh, they got the, the, the downside to it is, yeah, like is is all their like pot- like potential players that they have there because like they're gonna lose out on like because Kairu's on a big deal now. Like it's hard it's hard to rebuild when you have a lot of big contracts, uh, yeah. even if they're on young guys. Here's the thing: you, if you, what you sorry, go ahead. Next? You go first. I was just gonna say if you trade Kairu this summer, you can get a lot from him. Now here's the thing with me. If they were going to sell, I feel like they would have sold at the deadline. And they, and they did kind of sell at the deadline, but I feel like they would have sold more. They yeah. traded Tarasenko, they traded O'Reilly, but those players were both expiring. If they were truly selling, they would have dealt Falk. They would have tried to deal Shen. They would have tried to deal Thomas. They Or not Thomas. Um, Tory Krug, maybe. Pareko. Um, some of those defensemen. They would have tried to move some more guys. Um, if they were truly selling, in my opinion. So that's why I don't think they um, are going to sell, and I think they will probably make the right moves in the offseason make the playoffs next year. But, hey, we're all entitled to our own opinion. Um, but, yeah, if, I think I think you said no, Jack. I think you said yes, Carter. So I, I think, honestly, they do. If they make the right moves, I think they can make it. But I can see, I can see like, if they're bad next year, then they will, they will sell. Um, yeah. yeah, that's all we got. A little less than an hour. That's kind of shocking, the first – episode in the playoffs has been less than an hour um but yeah pretty ashamed about our heartbreaking um jack polko's guest supplier <laughs> another l for the boys oh and two <laughs> but yeah um thank you all for listening and watching we do greatly appreciate it. make sure to go subscribe or leave us a good review down below if we appreciate it and yeah again episode 25 it's been a, it's been a magical ride with y'all we've been so thankful um funny thing is when i was like recruiting these guys um I wasn't sure if we would last long. I'm gonna be truly honest, <laughs> because I've had podcasts Ouch. in the past in the past that have kind of failed. So I was wondering if this one would last. But hey, 25 episodes, we've been running it pretty well. You guys have been doing a great job. Uh, big props Aww, to you. You guys have had some controversial you, takes, and we brought on some great people too. We brought on Barner, we brought on Max, we brought on some pretty good, 
big content creators. We even got the opportunity to talk to an actual NHL player, which is insane. Uh, and we're hoping that in the offseason and the coming weeks to come, we'll be able to talk to even more people as well. But, yeah, uh, thank you all for listening or watching, and we will see you guys in the next episode. Adios.